Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I'm John Shirky, here with my friend, my co-host, Jamie Wagner, where every week, every Monday, we get a new episode. Sometimes we have interviews, sometimes it's just the two of us like today, Jamie, but we're about getting better. We're about living with intention, living eyes up. And I appreciate you. And I'm so excited to have our conversation today because we've been having this conversation, it seems like for four or five days in text and calls and a little bit in even person. in person, believe it or not. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to have this conversation because I think it's just incredibly relevant to all walks of life, every, everybody, no matter what you're doing. But before we get there, Jamie, how are you doing today? Good, man. I uh, was thinking about this. This isn't the first time we've seen each other since the pandemic in person, but it's one of very few times we've seen each other since last March. And uh, it was just amazing to be together. And I think it may have been the first time that all, f- like we have a group of five buddies that spend a lot of time together. We go on a couple trips a year together. And I think it was the first time that all five of us were in the same place at the same time. We got to have just an amazing morning of golf. Thank you, Trevor, for challenging us to get our lazy butts out of bed and to go and do a a 6 a.m. golf round. And it was, I don't know, it was really special, man, to be, to be with you guys and to, to have, to make time. You, you put that in our Facebook group, make time for the things that are valuable and important to you. And I'm so glad we did because it was, it was transcendent. It was, it was glorious. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, like you said, that early morning, it was after I had played in a golf tournament for a few days. We had a graduation party. We had another celebration party where we had a gathering and, and our buddy Trevor's like, Hey, I want to go golfing at 5. AM tomorrow. <laughs> and the thought of that to me was just like, Oh, I just, I just want to sleep in tomorrow. And it was a good reminder for me. Cause again, we put this out there a lot, but the advice that we give, the statements are more often reminders of things that are going on in our life. It's a reflection of what's happening for us. And I think it's relevant because we keep getting interaction from people like, man, I needed that today. Thank you for the reminder. Fill in the blank, right? But for us, the make time thing, that was going through my head. And I was like, look, this is one of my best friends and a group of my best friends that I haven't seen in over a year and we have an opportunity to do it. And what's it going to cost me? It's going to cost me maybe a yeah. 30, 30 minutes of sleep, 45 minutes. And the outcome was, like you said, we were the only ones on the course. It was, sun was coming up. It was a beautiful day. And it's just one of those magical times. And I hope you out there that are listening are having these reconnections with the people that you love and the people that you care about, because ultimately that's what we've been working toward this whole last year and a half is like, okay, how do we stay healthy? How do we do the right thing in order to get back to building community and and those people around us? Well, and to be reminded of how valuable those relationships are when they're not ever present, you know, and and to, to take them not for granted, but to that, that can happen sometimes. And, and to think about how do we then get intentional and purposeful about building in this space 
for those things also. And I, you know, we have an 18 month old and she has been the focus of our life throughout the course of these last 18 months, you know, and, and, and even before that, and it's been hard to, to have some of these transitions where we're going and traveling a little bit, we're doing some different things and causing her some stress and to be reminded of when we get purposeful, when we get intentional, when we communicate well, you know, my wife and I, when we communicate well about how we're going to go about these things that we're trying to do and trying to implement, it goes easier. <laughs> we're present in the moment and it, and just the joy of it all is so, so much better. And I just read this in an email today. It said, there will never be a perfect time to start something that stretches you, right? Because if you are ready for it, it wouldn't be growth, right? And it's like, well, if we want to grow and get better, we, we just need to dive into the things that stretch us. And that doesn't mean be reckless. It doesn't mean be foolish, but we do need to dive into the things that stretch us because otherwise we're not growing at all. And, and yeah. So speaking of stretching us, growing us, one of the things that came out, you know, we, we were together because again, I was in Minnesota from Montana, had a family graduation party and, and got a lot of feedback from our listeners, which some of the, some of you out there that are listening, I had no idea that you were listening. I thank you, but I also would love to hear more from you. And, um, reach out via email, join our Facebook group, eyes up mindset family. But it was really cool, Jamie, to get feedback from people that I wasn't expecting it from. And one of the things that came out of that was a request for us to share a little bit more about kind of our journey with living eyes up, maybe on a weekly basis. I don't know if we're going to do this every week and we do it a little bit throughout our interviews from time to time. Um, but I thought that was really cool because people are wanting to connect with us. And, and also you, you need to know that we're trying to do the things that, you know, we're talking about as well, and it doesn't always go well. So Jamie, I think this is going to lead to our conversations of a couple of different things, but um, maybe the last, let's go to the last week, living eyes up. What went well, what didn't go well. And for those of you listening, if you need a reminder of what it means to live eyes up a real, basic definition is living with intention, living on purpose, daily growth to pursue the goals that you have for your life, whether that be personally, professionally, athletically, doesn't matter. So Jamie, that brief definition, what do you got for me today? I alluded to it a little bit with the conversation about our daughter, like with school ending and a little bit time freeing up and, and these things, Callie and I have just been super purposeful, you know, in a much better way about communicating specifically about when there are things that are challenging and it hasn't been easy. And I've failed miserably a few times in the last week in this where I get a little bit frustrated. I need to check out, you know, and that, those are my two go-tos, right? Get angry about it and then like escape. Right. So I am full on fight or flight and I, I fight hard and I flight hard. Right. I, I escape as like instantly. Um, and so I've, I've had some of those challenges, uh, in the last couple of weeks as we've been trying to, you know, make me more a part of certain things as I'm getting more time and more availability. And it's been great. It's been amazing because, you know, our daughter has just responded awesome, you know, and it's been so fulfilling and giving, uh, but it's also been, been incredibly challenging. 
Um, so personally, that's, that's one. How about for you personally, is there anything that you've been stretching? Yeah, well, stretching and, and a reminder that, so I, I alluded uh, again, mentioned that I was traveling with, with my wife this last week for a family graduation this next weekend upcoming. I have, I'm traveling again for a memorial service and in between we decided it was a good idea to paint our house on the outside. And so, um, I got home, you know, long weekend travel. It was great, but you know, anytime you're gone, you get home and there's just a million things. It feels like you got to do right laundry. You got to do whatever you didn't get done before you left. And then, like I said, we decided we're going to start a new project. And so right when I got back Tuesday morning, I was just feeling like, man, I have so many things going on. And I kind of just, when I get to that point, I lose ability to focus on anything. And I'm just like, Oh, I see this thing. And I go do a little bit. And then I'm like, Oh no, but what about this thing? And one of the things that I, I started doing a long time ago and I've gotten away from that, you know, is one of my, I got to get back to's is writing out my priorities for tomorrow, you know, the night before, because that really is something that helped me just focus in on the things that are really important for right now. Because the other thing is I heard this, I can't remember, I think it was an interview with a coach, but um, oh, I was on flying coach with Robert Sala, the Jets coach. And, yeah. and they asked him like, what's one piece of advice you'd give to a coach, like a new head coach. And he was like, it will get done. Yeah. It will get done. And he was referring to the fact that we all have 140 things that we have to do every day or throughout our week. And the reality is we need to prioritize them and understand that if we keep taking steps, we will get caught up. It will get done. And we don't have to, you know, uh, go down that road of getting angry or getting short or, you know, being frustrated that we have all these things. Well, and I, the thing you speak to then brings me to the next part of this process because we're both doing this other thing that is a physical stretch goal for us. Um, we mentioned coach Luke down at Springfield in Minnesota here, uh, last episode and his social media feed is blowing up. I'm sure. I was going to say, by the way, if you want his contact information to reach out to him, let us know. We'll hook you up because he's not dealing well with the newfound fame of, you know, being being mentioned. Yeah. So last fall I stood up in front of his group and I challenged them to, to get out and like take the next step, advance to the next level. And he said, all right, as a group, we're going to all run 200 miles next summer. We're going to get out and he's a cross country coach and wrestling coach. And he said, we're going to get out and run 200 miles next summer. And he goes, coach, you're doing it with me. Right. And with us, you know, and I'm like, yeah, okay. So I commit right there on the spot to do it. And then I rope you in. To nothing do it. like, nothing like little peer pressure and put you <laughs> on the spot. And I'm, yep. I'm going to cave to that most times. Um, but then I rope you into it and we are now, so that started a couple of weeks ago. We invite you guys out there to join us in this from whenever you hear this podcast, give yourself 91 days, three months, right? From middle of June to middle of September, right? Go to Labor Day, whatever it is, whenever you hear this, join us and try and put in 200 miles. And really what it boils down to is if you give yourself 90 some days, you're need to do about two miles a day, a little bit more than two miles a day, or what you'll find out is that John and I have taken maybe a little bit different tracks at this, 
and I am running every day. I've yet to miss a day, um, but it is not necessarily easy to do this thing. And yet it's so simple. It's 20 minutes, right? It's 20 minutes a day. Can you go out and get 20 minutes a day? And can you put aside? And like, I just started thinking about this in so many different contexts. It's like, what can I give 20 minutes to? I guarantee you I've got three hours of random nothing time in the, I mean, and not nothing, but it's, I'm checking fantasy golf or I'm checking ESPN or I'm on my email. Like, could I shorten that time? Could I get specific about that time and then chunk out another 10 minutes to do a different thing? Read 10 pages. Could I chunk out, you know what I mean? Like it's just 10 or 15 or 20 minutes a day. And then you grow through it. You grow through it. And I've grown a lot through running. John, what has your process been about running so far? It's been a little bit different. Uh, I would say less structured in terms of, you know, I, I don't necessarily have a everyday goal, but part of that is I know myself too. I know physically it's not good for me right now in the, my current state to, to go out and run every day because I, I would not be able to withstand the day after day. Now, that being said, what that presents a challenge for me, and we need to get to something that's going, I think you were saying that's going well for you because you haven't missed a day and you're learning a lot from it, right? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. And it's it's been good because on the road, I've had to focus, like it's helped me focus on the things that I can control instead of the things that I can't, you know? And I think that's been really, really valuable to me because it's like, okay, um, have music on that helps, right? control that piece like having the right music on helps control that piece like not focusing on how much longer i have left but just like i feel good right now like giving myself some positive feedback giving myself some working on how i'm perceiving the effort right we talked about that with alex hutchinson so there's been a lot of pieces there that have helped me feel successful in running and then i've seen then the times in my distances come down a little bit the average pace time has come down i feel better afterwards um a lot of, a lot of good things have come of it. Um, it hasn't, like I said, hasn't been easy physically all the time, but it, it is kind of simple to do. Just give 20 minutes and then be fully present for those 20 minutes. And it's been pretty great actually. Yeah. So I, I guess I would tend to categorize my experience on the other side where it's, it's, it's a struggle right now because I don't have the, the system of, I'm going to do a little bit every day because I've decided at the beginning, which again, maybe was haphazardly deciding, right? Yeah. Without purpose, without intention that I didn't want to do it every day because I think if it was every day, like you're saying, and this is maybe where I need to get to, you know, I maybe need to reassess where I'm at and decide, okay, I need, I need to try to do it every day for a period of time to get myself into more of a routine. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I mentioned, I've mentioned it a few times that I don't love running. I'm not a runner. And so it's been more of a struggle to, to make myself do it and then to enjoy it. Cause there's times where I'm like, what in the world am I doing out here? But in the, in, in the course of that, you're absolutely right. You, because you push yourself to that point, you learn about the ability to get through, right. And to overcome I, and challenge there, those thoughts. Has there been anything specifically while you're doing it that has helped like have, have you noticed anything mentally because i i've noticed a ton of the self-talk going through my head and how 
I try and stop it is a little bit haphazard also, but I've been trying to be more intentional about that also. So is there anything you're doing to help you through sort of that challenge? Yep. Don't like it. I don't know what I'm doing out here. What do you do when those things creep up? Well, I I think it goes back to the, what is actually happening or what has actually happened for me? Because for me, the self-talk is my body hurts. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I'm bored. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my go-to, right? And as I'm going, if I'm able to recognize those thoughts and, and say, okay, what is actually happening? Am I actually too tired to physically keep going? No. The answer is no. Yeah. And so, um, being able to challenge those thoughts and say, you know, what is actually happening? What, or what has happened? And is it fact or is it just a story? Is it an opinion that I've made up and then respond to the facts? That's something I think we've talked a little bit about, oh, many episodes ago, but it's something that I use with my clients all the time and, and certainly applies to me, but that's, that's a tool that I use. Yeah. And I've found, you know, like just being able to find something in, in nature to focus on rather than this, like, you know, if it's a sunrise or a sunset or, oh man, there's ducks over there, or there's geese out there or whatever, you know, like just random things. I run the same track more or less daily, which most people would be like, I can't do that. I can't run the same piece of earth daily. And it is nice to change it up on occasion, but it's almost, it's like, it's hypnotic. It's meditative in some ways to just be like, I'm passing the same landmarks. I'm doing the same things. And so I don't know, I I've been really grateful for the challenge of it. It, it hasn't always been perfect. Um, but I think that's really important, right? I think that's really important. We often don't undertake a new something because we think that it's perfection or nothing. We think it's everything I'm all in and I'm all invested or it's nothing. And I think your perspective at the beginning and saying, I don't have to do this every day. It's actually a really healthy one, right? Um, I think sometimes I'm a bit OCD about being the last one to miss something or like I get competitive in a way that's not actually helpful for my outcomes because I'll, I'll go to a point that's no longer healthy. And then physically I break down or mentally or emotionally I break down and then I'm, it's all in or nothing. And I think being able to stop and say, I don't have to be perfect in this allows us the freedom to jump back in when we do stumble, because we're going to stumble, we're going to fall. And that is, um, if I could give any advice from, as I've been reflecting on this, like, in the last couple of days is knowing this conversation was coming is to say, you don't have to do it every day and taking a day off is good um, because it allows you the freedom to take another one later and the work will get, it'll get done. You know, it'll get done. We'll get done. So uh, update as of today is Jamie, I think you are on pace to get to 200 um, and you, you created that little, uh, pace reminder color coded thing, which, uh, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, all right, come on now, Jamie, but feedback at the same is important. Time, feedback is important. And uh, without it, you know, I think in, in the people on that list, I think it's going to be helpful because they're going to know, am I in pace? Do I need to increase a little bit? Am I kind of in that danger zone, which is a little bit where I'm at? 
or am I way, way off, which I haven't quite gotten there yet, but um, I got some work to do to get, get myself out of that orange level. Well, and I think the thing that we, you and I were talking about the other day is, do we actually know where we're at? Right. Do we know what the demand is when we undertake something or do we get so far behind at some point that it just feels helpless? And we like, so can we be purposeful from the beginning, right? Can we undertake the thing knowing what it's going to take? Okay. I said this when I put out the challenge, it's going to be about 2.2 miles a day for 90 days. Well, if you miss a day, guess what? It increases. If you miss seven days, it's going to increase. Like, are you willing to say, okay, I'm going to miss I'm going to miss one day a week for 14 weeks. Well, that changes something, you know, like it changes the output that you're going to have to take. Are you willing then to make it up or is it, you know, a challenge that we aren't willing, unwilling to meet. And guess what? 90 days is arbitrary. Like if you want right. to join us in this 200 mile conquest, just post in the Facebook group, post online and say 50 miles. I made 50 and however long it takes you to get to 200 we're going to give you a shout out, a clap, whatever it might be. Maybe we'll put you in a drawing to send you a t-shirt or something. I don't know. It sounds like a decent idea to me, um, but it is, it's arbitrary, right? It's a hundred percent arbitrary. Like, and we put those arbitrary limits on ourselves all the time, right? The arbitrary limit of I'm bored while running. It's, I think it's just a thought. Yeah. The other thing too, is that, I mean, you touched on it a little bit in terms of are you going to get there or not? And there's going to be people in that group that don't get to 200 in the 91 days. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's again, li living eyes up or an eyes up mindset is okay. Yes, we can focus. We obviously we need, we have a goal of 200, but if you don't get there, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything about you. It just means you it's arbitrary. You didn't get there. And you can, you can choose to focus. And I'm not, this is not me saying, Hey, I'm not going to get there or you don't have to get there or don't go reach your goals. But we often fail. Sometimes we don't get to the mark. And then we say, Oh, I didn't get to 200. This was a complete waste of time. So it's a failure. Cause we were talking about the people on there. Are there going to be kids or adults? Cause there's adults on there. Obviously we're on there. And are they going to get to the point where they just decide there's no way I can do it. I can't keep going. I, there, there's no point in keeping going. Yeah. But if your only purpose, the yeah. only success is 200, you're missing the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. It's about getting better. It's about improving. And the 200 is the goal. Yes. But it's how you get there. That is the stuff that matters. But I, th I think the really interesting thing about this, and as I've reflected again, I want to encourage anybody that does something like this to step back and zoom out a little bit and reflect on occasion, because as I've been doing this and reflecting, what I've realized is that the most important thing about this is it's, is that thing I already said, it's just 20 minutes. You have time in your day to carve out an opportunity to get better at something else or to invest in something new, to, to stretch yourself in a way that you never thought possible. And if it takes more than 90 days, it takes more than a hundred days. It takes three years. Like who cares? We, we've, we learn something in the process on the journey. We learn different things about ourselves and in doing so we grow and change and then change the environment that we're a part of. We change the community that we're around because they then want to join us in that change and that challenge. 
and they see us changing and growing and they want it. They want to be a part of it. And so just doing something, it doesn't have to be running. Let me say this again. It does not have to be running. It does not have to be writing. It does not have to be reading. Whatever journey you are on, stop and reflect every now and again to say, am I doing it the way I want to be doing it? And what am I learning as I'm going? Because when we do that, we st- I, get, I get the message loud and clear that if I just take 20 minutes, a half hour, 10 minutes to commit myself to something in a given day, when I do that consecutively over time, it adds up to something amazing, right? 90 days, 200 miles out. John, you and I can both say this. I don't think we would have thought that possible. No. No, no. Had we not been challenged by it and not chosen to do it, like it's a choice, right? It's a choice to give of your time daily, consistently. And when you do, your growth will be incredible. And that's been something that's been on my, my mind. I'm going to transition a little bit because this quote has been in my craw for like three weeks now, five weeks now. I don't, I don't know how long, but it's just been something I've been obs- obsessing about a little bit is this idea that we put way too much stock in individual things and in individual moments and in individual days. And we don't realize the value of a series of events in days. I think about, you know, us as golfers, we hit one bad shot and we're like, my round is screwed. I'm in trouble now. Every, as athletes, we, we, we think this pitch I'm going to take this pitch out of the park. And if I don't, I just put so much value on this pitch or this at bat. And if I get out, I'm a failure. Well, no, I have teammates that can help me. There's a series of events. I might get four at bats in a day, whatever it might be. We just, we focus so much on one thing, on one event. And we're like, if this fails, I'm a problem. I am a failure. But in reality, it's a process. It's a process. And that comes all the way back to episode one, <laughs> all the way back to episode one. And our foundation at, at Eyes Up is this idea that we are in a journey. It is a part of a process. And when we do that, we get better. And don't worry about one day, one moment, one opportunity, because if we fail, let's just try again tomorrow. Well, and that's hard because, you know, we've talked about the, this concept of zooming in and zooming out and you have to be able to do both of those because when you zoom in, you talked about one at bat in order to be at your best. Most of the time you have to zoom way in and say, okay, here is where I'm at right now. Be present. This is my swing thought. This is my stance. This is my routine. Right. And you have to zoom in, but you can't stay zoomed in based on the outcome of that one thing, right? And I think that's what's hard. And that's why mental skills and mental performance is a skill that can be learned and it has to be developed. Otherwise you lose it. You lose the ability to zoom in and out. And then you just, if if you were a camera and you just stayed zoomed in the whole time, right? Your pictures are gonna be so limited. And so I think that's where it's hard, Jamie, is that a lot of times we get stuck on the zoom in and we can't hit that zoom out button to say, okay, hey, it is a process. It is about of a series of events, about of days of actions rather than this one thing. Well, and and I was working with a team recently on on 
acute stress response, right? This, this thing that happens when pressure increases is that we get super tunnel vision-y because the way that our brains have been made is to focus on threats. And so when we get, when we hear a lion out on the, we focus a hundred percent of our energy and our attention on the lion out there and, and that it might get us. And so when we, you know, when we get that threat coming at us, we get super zoomed in and we stay there and we don't always realize that the threat has passed. Right. Because I think socially community wise, we don't do a very good job. And I'm a, I'm pointing fingers at myself as a community. We don't do a very good job of picking other people up when they fail and letting them know that the threat has passed so that they can zoom out so that they can reflect. Right. And I, and I need to do a better job of that. Also, I think at times I'm very good at this, but at other times I'm terrible at it. I think that's who we are as human beings is that there are times when all of us are good at certain things. And there are times where we are bad at that exact same thing. And we don't give ourselves or our community the grace to try again. And, and I just would encourage you. And this is from us at eyes up in our community. What can you give to your community in the, in the way of grace in the way of compassion, in the way of kindness, when we do stumble, because I think that would allow us all to try again, which is maybe the most important part. Yeah, I agreed. Um, man, that's good stuff, Jamie. And there's a lot in there. And uh, a couple things I want to say before, I, I don't think we're going to get to everything that we we intended to surprise surprise we have too much to talk about but a couple of things one this is this episode's coming out after a short week where we had an incredible and oh by the way that was another piece of feedback i got jamie apparently i say incredible all the time so we might need to get like a, a shock a collar clicker. yeah a little clicker or something i'm gonna work on that i'm gonna try to come up with some other you know words superlatives yeah superlatives um, but it, it is an incredible conversation. Last week we had our good friend, Aaron Moberg on. If you are just catching up and you're just like, Oh, I'm going to skip to the most recent one. Go catch his episode. It's, it's uh, here. I unbelievable. am unbelievable, it's so good. but it is believe it's, it's really yeah. good. It's really good. It's what I'm saying. So, if, and I would say this, if you are a coach trying yeah, to build definitely. a program, if you are a coach trying to build a program, Mounds View football, Mounds View girls, hockey, the places where Aaron has had a role, they do some amazing things to grow their programs and you will benefit from the conversation we had. So there's that, there's that piece of us, but a couple other things you were going to say. Yeah. A couple other things. Um, love the feedback. We'd love to interact with you guys. Our email eyes up mindset at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. If you have a question, uh, a concern or whatever, something that's going well or not. The other thing and Jamie, we're, um, getting better at this. This is one of our intentions. You know, if you are interested in getting better yourself or you have a team or your kids or your organization, we would love to talk to you and, and just let you know a little bit more about what we do to partner with those groups and organizations um, on a specific level to, to start to teach and go a little bit deeper than we do kind of in the podcast and with our guests, but so reach out. We'd love to hear from you. The other thing is we have an episode every week, so don't get behind. I was just talking to my boss and she's going to 
listen to this in probably six weeks. So I'll get a call then, but she's like, Hey, the podcast is incredible, but I'm, you know, back in April, which is cool. Listen to it at your own pace, but just remember we do have one every week and we'd love to have you join us and to spread the word and share all of those things are really important to us. And hopefully you'll continue to find value and um, we appreciate all you, all you out there listening. Absolutely. I'm again, incredibly blessed, right? Incredible. Incredibly blessed by the listenership and by the conversations I've gotten to have through the, through the course of time, you know, it's been more than a year now, John, we, we launched in May of last year and now we're in June and it's, it's been a gift and give it away, give it for free, you know, expect it to come back a little bit different than you gave it away as, and, and you will be changed forever by it. And not just our podcast, but, um, the, the idea, the lifestyle that is eyes up. And, uh, thank you for, for joining me in it, John. And, and for those of you out there for joining us. Appreciate it. And so to, to my two takeaways, Jamie, if I was going to wrap it up from today is make time for the things that matter in your life, whether it be people, your goals, whatever you want, make time, find five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever you can give, find it and give it. Second thing is build that community. Who can you say, Hey, it's okay that you failed. We're going to keep moving, help them zoom out and get better every day. Appreciate you guys all out there. And as always, the buys up.